Welcome to Never Rewrite. I'm Isaac Askew. And I'm Jeffrey Sherman. And today we're going to discuss how to handle developers continuing to make non-compatible changes when you're doing a long-lived upgrade. Hmm. So the genesis okay. of this episode, uh, my company is doing a long-lived upgrade of major versions of PHP. And we basically have a burn down list. And while we're burning down the list, developers are innocently continuing to make code changes that are not forward compatible. Uh, and I've been through this many times in the past. Uh, way back in the day, I've done Java upgrades where the new version of a Java library wasn't compatible. We can, you, know, you create a burn down list. And there will be like a hundred items on the burn down list that you have to fix. And by the time you get to the end, lo and behold, new now ones. there's 10 <laughs> new items that developers have more or less innocently created because they didn't realize that it wasn't forward compatible because they weren't paying attention. So how do you, how do you stop people from making more work for you as you're doing this? You know, mostly innocently when obviously they didn't read the email or uh, mm -hmm. they didn't read this. Well, there, there was no Slack in the Java, in the early Java days, but like you, you try to no notify people. You try to tell them not to do these things. They did it anyway, because they're yeah. ignorant or lazy or just didn't realize, which I'm sure happens to everyone all the time. Yeah. This is like a split answer. I think for me, mm -hmm. part of this is an old problem that you have with just moving towards new things anyway, not necessarily just long running upgrades. I say that because we're currently working at our job um, towards, we built this system. It was an MVP. We threw it together real fast. That's what you do for MVP, just to see if it was viable. Mm -hmm. It was viable. People loved it. And then we onboarded a bunch of people. And then suddenly, oh, that system that we built for just a proof of concept to see if it was useful actually isn't really good at scaling that well. Um, and so now half the team's like, we've, go, we've gone there and ideated, come up with a better way to architect this that would be scalable now that we see oh we're gonna have a lot more customers people like this thing mm -hmm. it's a good but problem it's a good problem but in the meantime as we've architected the new system and started building it product people come in and say oh this new customer or the current customer needs this so we're still like onboarding new customers and adding features for old customers that they some things they you know new features they've requested um and so when doing that uh, the people who are building the new system are like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. This sounds like you're starting with a rewrite. Isaac, are you, ah. are you rewriting a new system in isolation of the old system? You talked to this guy, actually. This is Rob from ah, a couple yes. of episodes ago. This is yeah. Rob where we were just talking about It's a DevOps this. rewrite. The DevOps right. rewrite, So yes. it's a little bit different, but yes, it's like a... Yeah. Go, go back to episode 24, <laughs> oh no, 23. Episode 23 mm -hmm. in the back catalog, you can talk, you can hear yeah. So it's Isaac a little nuanced. It's yeah. not a full rewrite, but we're moving some of the uh, some of the back end technology to a more scalable solution. But the rest of it remains the same. But anyway, go back and listen to that one uh, for a little bit of context if you need it. Mm -hmm. Either way, uh, so they're getting out of sync. So we're trying to add new features here, and they're going, "Oh, well, if you add it there, we have to keep that in mind and make sure there's parity in between the two. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a similar problem where you're trying to build something, and people are adding stuff to the old one that you know after you switch over is not really going to uh, you're creating more work for yourself. That burn down list you're talking about, there'll be 10 new items on it because we've added new features to the other thing, mm -hmm. right? So part of it is, um, I guess, 
I'll start with one, one solution. One solution is to be, you know, communicative with your team, talk to your product people and say which of these features can kind of wait. Um, basically, just start uh, putting a, a chokehold on all the new um, work coming in, if you can. Right, mm -hmm. That's the obvious, easy answer. A lot of times people can't do that, but that's the first thing that comes to mind is talk to the product people say, hey, we're trying to do this thing. The more you do that, it's going to create more work for us over here. If there's any way we can slow down that work or put that in V2 for this new one and tell the, the customer it's coming, but give us another few months if that's possible, you know, uh, do that. If you can't do that, uh, then sometimes you do have to just build them in, in uh, different systems. And so for the PHP part of this thing that you're talking about, mm -hmm. uh, the first thing that came to mind um, is, I don't know if you've ever used uh, an IDE where you've set a language version and it's not compatible with the current version that it's inspecting for the, for the file. Mm -hmm. So like if you have your IDE set to PHP 8 and then you open a PHP 7.4 project, it'll tell you, hey, you're on PHP 8, but your project settings are in PHP 7.4. Do you want to change the settings? And so it kind of it'll warn you. So a useful tool that you can use for that situation is tell those developers if, if you're gonna if you if your main concern is that you're building something that's not gonna be compatible with like a version change, you can have mm -hmm. them change their ID to code the new features in PHP eight. That way you could port them over a little more easily once they are ready. So you, but you still have the same problem with porting it over. Right. Well, in this case, you know, let's the. The no, you know, people, the notices went out. Developers were told to change their IDE settings to upgrade. Mm -hmm. Clearly, some of them didn't do it. They didn't read the email. They didn't update their settings. So now they're checking in more work. Uh, you know, one thing that I would do, which is, I, I don't have a problem with it, but people find it very confrontational. <laughs> message the developers directly. Like, hey, I noticed you checked in some non-compatible code here. You know, I know there's a lot of emails. You probably missed it, but we're moving. What you've done here isn't compatible. Please update your IDE settings. And hopefully that will then get them to stop making the problem worse. I don't think that's confrontational. Um, I mean, maybe by definition, you are confronting somebody about the problem. I don't think it's like <laughs> a bad thing, like a negative thing. It's like... Hey, we let everybody know to do this thing. You're not doing it. It's just like it's like a, it's the same thing as like a an MR review, right? So it sounds like if it's still getting checked in, both the developer and the you know, the MR reviewers are not catching it. So that's like maybe multiple people that are not doing it. You you um, have so clearly not had a lot of contentious it. MR reviews. <laughs> well, at least so there's two ways of getting ahead of it. One is to reach out to people and have it be a people problem and like discuss them and reject the MR. Mm -hmm. Two, you could probably update your pipeline to like maybe do a linter and check the code uh, version of what you're doing and then just reject the MR anyway for you automatically and be like, yeah, you're not using eight. And that's the easier way because that just forces them to go through and check it. Well, the pipeline is problematic because you still have other code that isn't forward compatible, right? You know, you're well, working on it. Yeah. So you know, if you've got a list of a hundred things you're trying to fix, you can't set the, mm -hmm. the build pipeline to the next version because it's not going to work. You know that. Not the build pipeline, but like the linter of the the changes, mm. the net new changes. I think you can lint just the net new changes. Um, I'll, I'll try to find that and send it to you if I can get it and throw it in the show notes. But the net new stuff, you should build it. Um, it's the same. It's kind of a similar concept with like the code coverage reports. It doesn't necessarily matter that you're you haven't hit code coverage in your entire system, 
but that the net new code you added was covered and that kind of thing. You can mm -hmm. have like a diff. Okay, so we've got talk to the developers, you know, crazy cool. concept, uh, and <laughs> update your pipeline to lint it uh, and hopefully catch and reject the actions. What would you do if, well, I guess the, the pipeline would be just a non-arguable thing, right? It's passive-aggressive, but it would work. What would you do if somebody... It's passive. I don't think it's aggressive. <laughs> Everyone's been told this. You're not trying to be snooty about it, you know? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well, because the next thing that I'm going to say is, well, what if somebody needs an exception? Yes, we're doing this upgrade, but the upgrade isn't going to go out for two months, and I need to do this thing now. Because, let's say there's a good reason. Because of a security mm -hmm. fix. Yeah, that's a good reason. Um, in that case, yeah, you'd work with maybe the DevOps person and have, like, sometimes you can disable the pipeline to get a quick fix in. And then maybe have a story for that uh, to to port that over to PHP eight. <laughs> so you got the seven point four or whatever one in for the security fix. You disabled the linter, let it pass, merged it in. It was all approved. Everyone had eyeballs on it. The security team had eyeballs on it, uh, and that that would be a great exception. I don't I don't see anything contentious about that. But then also, you did create more work for yourself. You had to patch it, but you still have to port that patch to eight. Mm -hmm. Put it in the backlog or. Put it, put it in your, your burn down list. It does add one more item to your list, but that's a, that's a good one to have. I mean, if you're fixing security stuff, then you can't really right. argue with that. Okay. So any other tactics or strategies other than over-communicate? So we've got over-communicate, tell people, remind people, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Reach out to the holdouts. You know, I guess active monitoring and reaching out to the holdouts, reminding them, hey, it's like personally reminding them. And yeah. then the three would be uh, the linter to just yeah. fail their net new changes. Yeah, I mean, those make the most sense to me. And I think the easiest one to do, well, the easiest one, if you can set up the linter to do it in the pipeline, that's going to catch it. That's great. Mm -hmm. because people make mistakes. Um, so <laughs> you can kind of count on the linter to do a little bit better job than people could. Um, but still, if you're overly communicative, and like you're saying, you're sending out emails, Somebody in that process should be catching it. If both, like I assume every MR has to have at least two approvers. I hope you're doing it there. Uh, and if that's the case, that means that three people are missing a, your big upgrade change. The person and two people approving it are, are not knowing that they should be checking for PHP 8. That sounds like a problem too. So I would definitely reach out and be like, hey, reminder. And then you, you can also, you don't have to call them out. You know, you can take them to the side, message them in Slack personally and be like, Hey, just a reminder, this MR here, we need to be checking for this. Didn't oh, yeah, be... yeah, definitely always, yeah. well, maybe not. Should you bring those up in public or I, I would be bi highly biased towards always messaging directly and privately when I'm going well, you, to. Yeah, you message the offender, so to speak, <laughs> in private and you reiterate in public the message of we are upgrading, everyone remember, that kind of thing. Hmm. Okay. So you use any new any new thing that slips in becomes sort of a if if I'm the upgrader and you mm -hmm. are the dev have slipped one in, right? A new thing that I now need to remediate. So it sounds like we're saying the the procedure would be I talk to you privately and then I take your oops and I use that as a the foundation of a public message like hey Here's a pattern that you can't use anymore. 
reminder, we're upgrading, don't use this pattern. Yeah. To move forward. Yeah. And one other thing to think about for the pipeline as well is um, I, I think for, I don't know if it's PHP code sniffer or some other, there's definitely tools that will basically tell you if they're, it'll scan your whole code base and tell you which violations are wrong. And if you see, you, you can scan that, get the number, get the count and kind of report on that. So for the ones that do slip through, you can see the count go backwards. <laughs> Something's made it in next time. So find a way to kind of use that as a, a way to be like, oh, we had 100 burn down list and we have 80, 70, 73. What? Okay. And that's, that's a way to catch it. Because if they mm -hmm. sneak it in, you have to be able to catch it somehow, right? Okay. Cool. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that, that's the top of mind for how I would reach out for that. Excellent. Well, thank you for listening. I'm Jeffrey Sherman. And I'm Isaac Askew. And this is Never Rewrite.